Today we will officially unveil the new street signage for what now will be called Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Drive to the heart of downtown Milwaukee. It's been a long time coming between McKinley Avenue and Wisconsin Avenue. As Dr. Martin Luther King once said, we are caught in an inescapable network of mutuality tied in a single garment of destiny. And today, in honor of Dr. King's legacy, we wave our urban fabric back together and proclaim that Milwaukee is home to the best King Drive in the nation. Now, I would be remiss if I did not recognize all of the dignitaries who have made it out to today. Now, there are way too many for me to name, and I don't want to get a call to my station later that I didn't recognize one. So I ask that we all just give a warm, warm clap for all those dignitaries who have made it out today. Now, I'd like to also thank Canary Coffee, which is located on this block, and they've helped to keep us warm with coffee and hot chocolate, and many of us will need it after this, as well as the complimentary grab-and-go boxes of lunch that have been provided for the ceremony that will be held inside the lobby of 310W. So let's give them a hand because it, wasn't, it was made possible by Oak Barrel Public House, 3rd Street Tavern, and Who's on 3rd? So we begin today's ceremony with the invocation, and I'd like you to welcome the pastor of St. Mark's AME Church, Reverend Joy Gallman. Let us pray. Oh God, our help in ages past, our hope for years to come. Oh God, we thank you for the life and the legacy of Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. We thank you for those who served alongside him and those who continue the work, those who have been out front and those who work diligently in the background. Oh God, our help in ages past and our hope for years to come. We thank you for the courage and the commitment for each and every person involved in bringing us to this moment of great celebration. God, you are faithful. Oh God of our weary years, God of our silent tears. We acknowledge that sometimes we get caught up in the weeds and we lose sight of your command to love our neighbor as ourselves. Oh God, thou who has brought us thus far on the way, O oh thou who has by thy sight, who has led us to this great light, we acknowledge that in remembering, we sometimes forget the call of the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King to action, to equity, to justice, to access, to acknowledging the humanity of all people. O oh God, our God, who has brought us thus far on the way, thou who has by thy might brought us into the light, keep us, O oh God, forever in the path, the path that leads to justice for all, for all of creation. We pray, and the people of God said, Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Reverend Gallman. Next, for a historical perspective, 
please welcome board president of the Martin Luther King Economic Development Corporation and former council member, Ben Johnson. Thank you, thank you. My goodness, I never thought I'd come out for anything when it's this cold. But Dr. King said, it's always the right time to do the right thing. And we're here today to do the right thing. And that is to complete from the north side to downtown King Drive from 3rd Street. It's been, it's been King Drive all the time, but it was never officially named. But we're here today to do that. Now, I don't know why they had me come first, unless it was because they knew that I would define what is brief. I, I'm going to say just a few words, and I've already said the most important words, that, and that is that it's always the right time to do the right thing. Now, to put it in perspective for what this occasion is, uh, when it was first determined that we wanted to name this King Drive, uh, there was some uh, discussion, I'll just put it that way. And it was a decision that had to be made as to whether or not to settle for just getting part of it or just to take what we could get and wait for the right thing to happen at the right time. And that lesson is that, and you're seeing that played out in Congress right now, whether to settle for what you could get at one time and fight the battle at another time. And this, the council and its wisdom, those who were wise enough to support naming the street Dr. King, those in, that had the wisdom to do that said, well, we will go for McKinley now, but we know that sometime in the future. And I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that Alderman Marlene Johnson at that time, but who later became Alderman Marlene Johnson Odom, was the person who had the most to say and do about that. But she had a very strong group, and they called themselves the Young Milwaukeeans. And the Young Milwaukeeans did the legwork, they did the handiwork, they did the whatever work that needed to be done to get the council to go along with naming this street in honor of Dr. King. So I'm here to welcome you, to thank you for your support for this occasion, and to say, just remember, it's always the right time to do the right thing. Thank you. Thank you for those words. And timing is everything. Without further ado, I would like to ask that Governor Tony Evers make his way to the podium. And I'm going to try to beat your timing record here. So good afternoon. It's always great to be back in Milwaukee. And thank you, Ben, for that, uh, for doing a great job introducing this topic. And also, I want to thank uh, Alderwoman Coggs for inviting me to participate in this really momentous uh, occasion. Also want to thank, um, uh, thank Alderwoman Coggs for her work spearheading this important work to recognize Dr. King 
by renaming these six blocks, extending MLK Jr. Boulevard all the way to West Wisconsin Avenue. And finally, thank you to Alderman Bauman also, whose district we are in, and all the Milwaukee County our council members who unanimously supported this resolution. What a wonderful way to remember and uh, celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. King. Folks, this is bigger than just renaming a street, though. It's about building Dr. King's le legacy into the fabric and streets that make up this community. It's about solidifying the city of Milwaukee's commitment to equity and justice for all its residents. But while we celebrate, it's important that we also recognize that what Milwaukee residents and folks across our state have been through and the incredible challenges so many of our communities have endured and continue to endure. The last few years have been tough, and they've shined a light on the many injustices facing our state and nation, but they've also inspired our communities to come together united to fight for a more justice and equitable future. And we've heard Dr. King's words as a drumbeat in our hearts and minds, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Dr. King's vision and words also have guided us in our work to defend our democracy against the near constant attacks we've seen here in Wisconsin and across the country from the assault on democracy on January 6th of last year to the numerous attempts to disenfranchise communities of color, low-income folks, seniors, and young people. We must continue Dr. King's fight to protect and defend voting rights. We must do everything we can to defend our democracy at the state level and we must pass comprehensive voting rights legislation at the federal level to reestablish the protections Dr. King and dozens and dozens of other civil rights leaders have fought for. Today, as we honor and remember Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., as we recommit ourselves to the fight for voting rights, and as we celebrate the street renaming, let us remember these efforts are all essential to our work to create a better Wisconsin, a better Milwaukee, the sort of future Dr. King dreamed of here in Milwaukee and across our state. On that, is much more, it's more just and more equitable and where every Wisconsin voter has access to the ballot. Thanks again, Alderwoman Coggs and others who made this day successful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Governor Evers. Now, again, this extension goes into the downtown area, which is also District 4. Alderman Bob Bauman, if you would please come to the podium. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm very proud to be a part of this project, which is really completing a job we started 38 years ago. You know, before I got elected in 2004, I would obviously travel the city and drive up and down Old World 3rd Street, and then all of a sudden became King Drive, and I was always somewhat baffled by that. I figured, well, there had to be politics involved somewhere as to how a street got basically cut at this almost artificial point. It was one name North of McKinley, a different name South of McKinley. Uh, 
over the years that I've been in office, uh, the, the subject really never came up much until one day I'm minding my own business, uh, waiting by the phone, and I get a call from all woman Cogs. And she says, uh, you know, what do you think about converting Old War 3rd Street to King Drive and finish that job we started 38 years ago? And I said, that's an excellent idea. I've frankly been surprised that this hasn't been suggested years sooner. And that put the process in motion. The files were introduced. The hearings were held. And here we are today. Completing that job we completed 38 years ago. So <clears throat> the principal credit uh, does go to Alderwoman Coggs. She took the initiative. Any of us could, but she chose to, and I thank her for that. And just one more point. You know, in reading today's paper, the uh, Milwaukee Journal set no above the fold, I saw a photograph of someone who I've come to know very, very well in city government, our own Ron Roberts, who, who served many, many years in the Department of Neighborhood Services, someone I worked very closely with, some, someone who my colleagues worked very closely with, and little did I know that he was a political activist in his, in his youth and that he was stirring up good trouble and that he was one of the individuals instrumental in getting King Drive named in the first place by collecting signatures and advocating on behalf of those goals. So Ron Roberts, thank you as well. So I, I will stop there, and I think uh, Alderwoman Coggs will be next up, and thank you for your initiative here. Thank you. Thank you, Alderman Bauman. As he said, this could not have been done without the spearheaded work of Alderwoman Malalia Coggs. I ask that you give her a round, round warm of applause as she has made this happen and getting all council members to vote unanimously on bringing King Drive to downtown. Collaboration does work. This mask, y'all gotta forgive me. I'm gonna have a transparent moment with you all. Well, first, good afternoon! And happy MLK Day. That was some great energy, but I even wanna get more energy out here in this cold to warm me up. Good afternoon! All right. As was mentioned, I am Alderwoman Milela A. Coggs. I have both the pleasure and the honor of representing the 6th Automatic District. My transparent, <laughs> thank you, thank you. My transparent moment with you all is, I give a lot of speeches, and generally it's just off the top of my head. But because today is so historic and so monumental, um, I wanted to prepare this great, terrific speech. And it took me until this morning to pin the last word. And I put it in my phone, and lo and behold, I, my phone died. <laughs> Literally, a couple of minutes ago, my phone died. But that teaches me a lesson, right? I think that God intended for me to just speak from the heart. Um, so that's what I'll do. You know, today you'll probably hear a lot of comments at this celebration and others about vision, about dreams, and about hope. And today's celebration is a great example of hope personified. You've heard about the, the road that um, that happened for us to get here. 
Um, and although, you know, I've never given, I've never been in the Birmingham jails and I've not given a speech on the steps of our nation's capital, but I was a little girl who grew up on 3rd and Berlin. Um, Cause that's what we called it back then, right? I vaguely remember the fight to change 3rd Street um, to MLK uh, Drive. And it was my alderwoman, alderwoman Marlene Johnson, who led that fight with so much community support and help. Um, as I got older and was blessed to have the opportunity to represent King Drive in this same area that she did, I had conversations later with one of my mentors, Val Phillips, who on the fight for her street um, shared with me how important it was that, that Val Phillips go through downtown next to her good friend MLK because she felt like this city had disrespected his memory by not allowing it to come into downtown. That conversation with her played in my head many a times, combined with conversations with my own daughter, Kayla, um, as we talked about MLK and the impression um, he has made on the world, and she questioned why the street didn't go all the way through. All of those things from when I was a child to talking to my own child served as motivators for me to not just want the change, but try to be the change and lead the change. Um, so I was able to, with the support of all of my colleagues, something that I don't believe has ever been done in the history of this city, introduce legislation from the very beginning, co-sponsored by all aldermen. And I thank in particular Alderman Bauman because most of the blocks of Old World Thursday were in his district. So if there was gonna be some flat, he was gonna be the one to catch it. And the first thing he said to me when I called and asked was, it's time. I support you, I'll co-sponsor on uh, whatever you need. So I appreciate you, Alderman Bauman. Thank you for your support. So now we're here, right? Um, so many uh, community groups and organizations and folks and other leaders who represent at other levels wrote letters of support and everything. And unlike 38 years ago, the support of the business community in Old World Third Street has been uh, monumental. So I do want to say thank you uh, to them as well. So it is out of respect and reverence for the legacy and work of Dr. King that we even have a street um, in his honor. And it is because of the work of Marlene Johnson um, and so many others that we even are having a conversation about the street um, here. And because of my colleagues um, and the supporters of today that we were able to make this happen 38 years uh, later. I'm happy to be here celebrating because we are in a city that too often the news we see is negative, right? And for those of us um, in communities of color, the statistical analysis of stuff, especially African-Americans, is always so negative. And today is truly an example of the collaborative working effort that it took um, for us to get here across demographics, across uh, racial lines and all of that. Because I think we all recognize that just because things were away in the past does not mean it has to be that way in the future. And that if we work together towards the healing, um, that we know needs to happen in this city, that maybe, just maybe, we can have a different outcome um, towards the future. So we know the racial reality of the past, and now we're trying to make a transition towards a better future. So I thank each of you being here to celebrate this today. Thank you. Happy MLK Day. Now, I'm just wondering what was on the phone. Because if you could give a speech like that off the cuff, then Verizon or T-Mobile, didn't, we didn't need you anyway. 
So thank you, Alderwoman Cogs, again for all of your work, your vision, and to see it come to fruition today. I want to now welcome some special guests who show the future of what Dr. Martin Luther King's legacy is all about. Now, she was named in 2021 Little Miss Juneteenth and is the fourth grader, and is a fifth grader, I should say, at Highland Community School. Please give a warm welcome to Ms. Kayla May Free. poem today that I'm going to be um, saying uh, for MLK Day. We remember MLK honored on this special day. He had a dream that we would stand united together in this land, that we would strive to find a way to live as friends as peace today. in peace today. Uh, he wanted each of us to see the beauty of equality. He taught that right overcomes wrong, that hope can turn the weak to strong, and showing love instead of hate would make our country truly great. His message meant to set us free was filled with hope for you and me. So on this day, let freedom ring as we remember Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. Excellent. We can do better than that. This is the next generation. Thank you, Ms. Free, for those words and that beautiful poem. Now I'd like to ask that the acting mayor, Cavalier Johnson, come to the stage. Good afternoon. I first want to say before I go into my remarks, you know, one of my favorite sayings of Dr. King is that anybody can be great because anybody can serve. And when Alderman Coggs mentioned the, the story that inspired her to fight for this change here, as a little girl herself, witnessing the, the political battle becoming an adult and having the same sort of conversation with her own daughter, who, by the way, is amazing. It just reminded me of that. She, 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 she went from being a little girl herself to a position of service and doing something today that is inspiring the entire city. So congratulations, Alderman Cox. So today, today we celebrate a great man a person whose legacy continues to grow. The Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s greatness is based in actions and ideas, nonviolence as well as justice, morality as well as dreams. Leaders of Milwaukee's Common Council, especially, again, Alderman Bauman, whose district we're in today, but in particular, Alderwoman Malele Coggs elevated the idea of extending Dr. Martin Luther King Drive from the north side of the city all the way into Milwaukee's living room, the beating heartbeat of this city at Wisconsin Avenue. So what are we doing today is bringing his name and the honor that he so richly deserves to the center of our city, right to the heart of Milwaukee. 
And this, uh, I believe, is a grand statement because Dr. King's legacy, it belongs to all of us, to each and every single one of us. We're bringing Dr. King Jr.'s drive to this intersection where people of all ages, of all backgrounds, of all races and religions, where they congregate. And we're showing them, we're showing them, everybody, that Milwaukee wholeheartedly embraces what Dr. King stood for. In the spirit of Dr. King, we must acknowledge that symbolism alone is not sufficient. It's not sufficient to remedy the wrongs that he challenged in his many years of dedicated service to our nation. All of us have inherited that responsibility to work peacefully for justice, equality, brotherhood, as well as sisterhood. The obvious disparities present in Dr. King's time, they've not gone away. By continuing his work, we can bring about that change. Another saying that I've always enjoyed of Dr. King is that the arc of the moral universe is long, yet it bends towards justice. This today, this is justice. Thank you, Alderman Cox. Thank you, Alderman Bauman. Thank you, Milwaukee. I would now like to ask that the Old World Third Street Business Association, represented by Bobby Wilkin, come to the stage. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. When I was asked to speak today, I'll be honest, I wasn't sure how my remarks would add much value. I'm just a business owner that sells cheeseburgers and Miller Lights. I'm sure all of you have eaten my food and drinking my drinks. But I was only one years old in 1984 when the portion of the street was renamed. And in fact, I've branded three of my four businesses after the name Old World Third Street. My name is Bobby Wilkin. I lived on 76th and Good Hope here in Milwaukee while I was a child. I graduated from UWM. And I wrote my first business plan just up the road here at Park East on MLK Drive. I'm a second generation immigrant from the Pacific Island near Guam called Palau. And in 1978, my parents were kicked out of college in Florida for being in an interracial marriage. As Ben Johnson said, in 1964, Dr. King spoke in what is now known as the Miller High Life Theater just down the road here. He said, progress never rolls on the wheel of inevitability. We must help time, and we must realize that the time is always right to do right. Since 1984, Third Street downtown has changed a lot. We now have over 40 bars, restaurants, nightclubs, and hotels. Under the leadership of Alderwoman Cogs, the Old World Third Street Business Association has worked together over the past year to honor the legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, while also celebrating our historic area and our diverse set of owners many of us minorities as myself. We pride ourselves in the fact that all ages, families, college students, children, adults, seniors, people of all backgrounds enjoy our establishments when they come downtown, making us what I believe the most diverse entertainment district in the city. In the honor of the spirit of Dr. Martin Luther King, we will continue our identity of inclusiveness. And maybe that's why I'm here today, a son of a Pacific Islander mother and a German father a symbol that people from different backgrounds can come together, create a future combined of different heritage to make one. For when people ask me what I am now, 
I simply say, I am American. Today marks the day when the centuries-old legacy and identity of Old World Third Street of the past merges into the present as we welcome the historic, iconic legacy of the great leader, Dr. Martin Luther King. Thank you for having me today. I look forward to the future, and I look forward to help creating the greatest King Drive in the nation. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Another example of King's legacy. Now I wanna bring up another young person, again, showing us what King's dream looks like realized. Amelia Bell, she was the first place winner of the Marcus Center's MLK speech contest. Please give her a round of applause. Ladies and gentlemen, we are gathered here today to mourn the loss of our future. Red roses, white lilies, and carnations are thrown onto the casket as the funeral staff lower it six feet into the ground. As we watch as the just barely teen is lowered into the grave, our eyes are filled with tears, but the faces of the staff remain passive as if they'd seen this a thousand times. With ages ranging from 17 to his youngest nine years old. These incidents are all too familiar in our community, but this is not the first time you're hearing this. Many families are facing trials and tribulations as teen gun violence and fatal teen high-speed chases remain at an all-time high. Are you ready to speak up now? Hello, my name is Amelia Bell, and I am a graduating senior at Rufus King High School, and I took place with, for the Dr. Martin Luther King speech contest with the Performing Arts Center. In 2016, I completed this very same contest with the theme of Take a Stand for Truth and Justice. I discussed juvenile crimes and how they were negatively impacting our community. I emphasized that when we drove down the streets of inner city neighborhoods, we saw teddy bears and candles on intersection light poles. But even now, as we've concluded 2021 and we're entering 2022, more teddy bears and more candles are present for block after block reminding me of a cemetery. The lawns of high schools are being used as show and tell stages. Cars are being driven like toys and the police are being used like Grand Theft Auto characters just like the video game. Speak up. How is it that teens only make up 7% of registered drivers but make up 14% of accidents? Think about what I just said. 7% of registered drivers but make up 14% of accidents, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. It is sad that this is our reality. It is sad that we still see more teens involved in juvenile crimes with little to no jail time and more funeral services than we see them accepting scholarships or graduating from high school. We must speak up. As I prepare to graduate from Rufus King High School, I've identified that my ultimate goal is to return peace back to my neighborhood by initiating programs that guarantee lifelong success for students. It is imperative that we create a successful pathway for students. Providing teens with major opportunities to reach success is the only way we will see more of them in cap and gowns and less in caskets. We must speak up is a quote that stems from Dr. King's time to break the silent speech. Dr. King spoke up in order to call out the injustices African-Americans face. And now it's time we break the silence. 
It is vital that we speak up and speak out because although today as youth, we are only learners and observers, tomorrow we will be your politicians, your lawyers and doctors leading this nation. Because we are a product of our environment, it is important that you pour into the lives of youth and provide us with the necessary resources needed to achieve success, whether it's creating opportunities on your own or getting involved with organizations whose main goal is to help youth succeed. So after witnessing the death of our future, let's change the direction. Let's change the narrative. Speak. Speak to be heard. Speak for someone to listen. Speak loud, speak proud, and speak up. Thank you. Thank you, Amelia, for those inspiring words. We can do better than that. This is our future. If you can't speak up, you can at least clap up, can't you? Thank you. Now, what we all came here for is now come. I'm going to ask that, uh, uh, that Malele Cogs come back to the stage, Alderwoman, so that we can do what we came here to do. Had to borrow my assistant's phone for this part. Thank you, Akua. First, I want to say thank you to Ms. Shannon Sims for emceeing today. Let's give her a round of applause. As we close out here today, I hope that you are inspired. Inspired, and I challenge you. I challenge you to, uh, through your actions and your efforts um, from today moving forward, that you work with intentionality um, towards ensuring that your actions and effort. Um, help to further the goal of equity and social justice. As this street renaming goes down in history, I will likely be given much of the credit for leading the charge. But truth is, without the leadership of former Alderwoman Marlene Johnson, we wouldn't even be here today. Mr. Johnson, could you please stand up in her stead? And play, please stay standing. Um, without the conversations with Val Phillips, or even my daughter, Kayla. Kayla, please stand. Um, we, I wouldn't even have had the motivation to do this today. Um, without each of my colleagues, all 14 of you who are here present today, please stand. Without their willingness to go along for the ride and to uh, make this historical thing uh, corrected, um, we wouldn't be here today. Without the planning committee that for the last year has met tirelessly to help plan for this uh, moment here today. Those are representatives from the Westtown bid, the Downtown bid, Business Improvement District, the Historic King Drive bid, and the business owners from Old World Third Street Business Association. All of you who represent any of those entities, please stand. Um, they supported these efforts for this whole year and got us to this point. Um, and I would like to publicly say thank you um, to each of you and for all those who wrote letters, who gave emails, who testified in support or just um, helped in any way to get us to the point. And those of you who are here today, I say thank you. And I give each of you a round of applause for your help in helping to make history. Um, as you look around at all these people standing in this effort here today, let it be a shining example of the levels of collaboration necessary to help improve our community and to make Milwaukee be the great city we all know it has the power to be. Now please join me in moving over to our left toward the sign 
as we unveil Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Drive on the best King Drive in the nation. Thank you.